Well, good evening, all. Thank you for being here for another evening of A Course of Love. Um, we are currently going into day 40 in the dialogues, and that is on page 655 in the earlier edition, and I guess 667 in the later edition, approximately. The title of the day 40 is Who You Are to Me. Uh, this evening we have paper. We have reading Judy, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Miguel, Yvonne. Listening we have Lana. Has anyone joined us in the last minute or so? Like to announce? No. Well, Lemoyne won't be joining us. He's on a family Zoom session right now. <laughs> so I guess family comes first, his other, his earthly family. Anyway, so uh, let's see. Little household notes. I think we're all in tune to you know, muting our phones when we're not talking or reading, respecting others while they are sharing and not stepping over each other's toes, and it's taking time for everyone to have a chance to share. Okay, I guess that's it. I'll give us a little centering affirmation to get mojo going, the flow, the love. So let's just quiet our minds. Bring our mind into our heart space and join in wholeheartedness and open our heart space to hear the words of Jesus through a course of love speak to us and just a few words to settle us in and remind us that God's life and love flow within our mind and body as a steady stream of healing energy and strengthening power our bodies are well. Our heart and mind are at peace. It's very comforting to know that God's life and love flow within our mind and body as a steady stream of healing energy and strengthening power. Oh, just those words. Ah. Okay, so I will back up for some bits and pieces from last last week's reading in day 39, Who I Am to You, before we go into day 40, Who You Are to Me. And I'll remind us of what our brother Jesus said to us, just briefly, a little synopsis. And then we'll get underway with Judy, reading Reverend Bill, Gloria, Miguel, and Yvonne. And I guess, let me see, yeah, we'll read one paragraph each. We'll go about halfway through and see if we'll stop and maybe start sharing. So, let me remind you what our brother Jesus said to us last week on day 39. You will realize as you enter union 
that the tension of opposites is the individuation process and that you are the bridge. You are the bridge to me. I am the bridge to you. You are the bridge to your brothers and sisters. They are your bridge to yourself. You will also realize that as we individuate, we are in a constant state of creation as well as creative tension as we become the individuated beings in union and relationship, we continuously create one another. We create from the field of the opposite, which must include everything. And again, do you not realize yet that this is what we do and who we are? That we are creators? That we think, feel, know, and create? Creation is the manifestation of all we think, feel, know, and come to know. And so am I. As the Christ in you ceases to be a bridge, the Christ in you is not only integrated into you, but integrated into me. I could no more reach across space and time without this relationship than could you. Only with our willingness joined are we able to negate the need for intermediaries and be in relationships. Only with our willingness joined do we both become, welcome and share the Christ, Christ relationship to and with each other. This is who I know you to be and who you in union with me know me to be. Judy, would you start us off with day 40, who you are to me? Yes, thank you. Um, 40.1, my beloved. What? I'm sorry, did you want me to go on? It said one paragraph. I thought we were just going to do one paragraph. Do you want me to do... uh, Day 40 is... Day 40... Who you are to me. Yes. And the first paragraph, my beloved. Mine doesn't say that. Oh, okay. What does it say? Through your extension. Oh, okay. That's the next one. Okay. Okay. I can do that one. My beloved. You must have have a later edition. Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. So you read, read, read one, two, and wait, one, two, and you, what do you have? One, two, and one, two, and, and three. What all that being is was extended into who you are is three. So I'll read three. Through your extension uh-huh. of your being into union, you complete a circuit, a circle of wholeness, and I become who you are to me. Thus, giving and receiving are one, cause and effect complete. All that, all that being is was extended into who you are. Okay. Reverend Bill, next paragraph. All right. Although this is a difficult concept to get across with the words that are available, I would like you to understand that when I am love being, I am available Excuse me. 
When I am love being, I am being without attributes. Love being in union and relationship. I am the anchor that holds all that has taken on attributes within the embrace of the attributelessness of love. This is why my being has been capable of accepting your projections, because I am attributeless being. I am love being. Gloria? I did not make you in my image. I create you in love because it is the nature of a being of love to extend. Realize that it's only when being is added to love, only when love is in relationship with being, that love is given its nature. Realize that it's only when love is in relationship with being that it's attained this quality that we are calling extension. Pass. Miguel, five. Um, uh, yeah, forty point six. Love of no, itself. 40, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. In my book, yeah. it says. Yeah. I know. I'm off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Love of itself has no nature. It does not do anything. It just is, and its isness is what I hold, or anchor within myself and that which Christ bridges through relationship. Your attributes are the attributes of being in relationship. You came into the world into form as a being in relationship. The application of your being in relation, to relationship, like the application of being to love, gives relationships their nature including your relationship with yourself, Bas. Ron? Okay, Paula, thank you. Through the application of your being, of your being to relationship, you have taken on distinguishers through which you became a different or distinct being, a being different or distinct from who I am and who others are. These are the attributes of your being, what you might call your personality, or even who you are. <clears throat> I'm going to read that again. These are the attributes of your being, what you might call your personality, or even who you are. As has been said before, you saw these attributes of being as making you separate, rather than distinct from who I am being, or who others are being. Your attempt at individuation and extension, an attempt consistent with the nature of your being, failed only because you experienced separation rather than differentiation and fear rather than love. Pass. Has anyone joined us that would like to announce and join the reading list?
I gather not. So we'll could just continue on and we'll each read each of you will read another paragraph and then we'll maybe stop and see. We want to share. Or we can stop now if anybody would like to share something from what we just read. Reverend Bill, are you going to speak? Are we, Paula, I'm sorry, uh, are we reading on? No, I, I kind of left it at anybody. Okay. I, I was asking if anybody else was out there to read, and if not, if there's something in these first seven paragraphs that is something you know, want of us that now wanted to share. If not, we'll continue reading. So I left it Thank open you. to the crowd, you might say. So, all right, I guess we'll go on for another group of paragraphs and then we'll stop for a while. So, Judy, you want to go on with the next paragraph? Sure. 40.8. When I created, I extended my being, a being of love, into form. Through that extension, I became I am. I became instantly because there was no opposing tension, only love and an idea that entered love of love's extension. As soon as I became I am, there also became all I am not. The Christ connection between all I am and all I am not, and an I am called the Son, who could become who I am and continue to extend who I am. Pass. Reverend Bill. Thank you. Eight, when you create, you create as my relation. You extend your being into form. That form then becomes, it becomes who you are. Both beings and thus both extensions are the same. The differences have arisen through becoming. For with the birth of I am came the birth of all I am not and the need to differentiate. In separation, you have striven against the, quote, opposing force of union in order to become separate. In seeing the self as separate, You have known fear and have been forced to reconcile fear with love. Now, in coming back to relationship and union with me, you have realized that you are not separate and now have striven against the, quote, opposing force of separation. With the acceptance of the Christ in you, you are returned to relationship and need no longer strive against the opposing force of separation, for you no longer know it. The creative tension that now remains in our relationship is the the tension of individuation or the individuation and differentiation process. Pass. Do we want to stop here? This is a... Mighty paragraph. 
What do you think? Both of these are, yeah. I know. I mean, it's like really hard to grasp and to find it. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking, well, I'm right working through that first paragraph. <laughs> right. Mm. Saying that <clears throat> I became I am when he extended his being into of love into form. Uh, there was no opposing attention, only only opposing tension, only love and an idea that entered love or love's extension. And then this next sentence speaks to what happened as I became I am. As soon as I became I am, there also became all I am not. The Christ connection between all I am and all I am not and an I am called the Son who could become who I am and continue to extend who I am. So we are the Son. Isn't God the I am and being God, I am? Yeah. The Christ. Yes. So I am not the Christ connection between all I am, and I'll, I'll insert the word God. The Christ connection between God and all I am not, and and that God called us. It's like I, I just. It's, I don't it know, can be I, confusing. I, yeah. Yeah. He created us as mm-hmm. his extension. And by that definition, he created us to be his complete or God's complete extension. Mm-hmm. Um, creating us yeah. as a Christ, we were we were created to be completely completely an extension of God. And yet, we have this journey of wrestling with all that I am not <laughs> right. along the way to, to recognize the distinction between love and fear or between our oneness and any belief in separation. No. That that's from that first paragraph. At least that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, it's like Does that makes sense. That's, we, well, it's like he created. Yeah, he. He says, "Where was that about creation?" But then it's the crea- creation of all that is, and we all are the I am at that point. You know, like I became instantly because there was no opposite. Um, only love enters love, and love's existence. I became my. There was also an I am not, mm-hmm. and I call the sun. 
who I am and continue to extend who I am. And then maybe going on to the next, when you create, you create as my relation. So that first paragraph, he poses to us how he became the I am, you know? Yes. And then now he'll go to us. But, you know, when you look back at that last paragraph about individuation, and he said that you failed only because you experienced separation rather than differentiation and fear rather than love. And then when I created, I extended my being, the being of love, into form. So we did, we did it wrong initially, <laughs> and he's telling us how he did it right. <laughs> we created, we had created separation, not just individual, in, not di- di- differentiation, which is as we're all one, but the, different, but the same. I'm getting myself more confused. Anyway. Yeah, I see that. I see that because it says now in coming back to relationship and union with me, then we realize that we are not separate. So I think he kind of pulls it all together in that particular sentence. Mm-hmm. We don't see ourselves as separate since we've come back into relationship and union with God. Now that we're here, we can see that we become distinct rather than separate. Yeah. We're distinct from God in that we are an individuated we are individuated beings in the process of continuing to individuate. God remains constant and our source as his idea and his idea never leaves its source. So then we see ourselves as distinct and individuated, not separate. Yeah. Yeah. And as distinct and individuated as an idea, which does not leave its source of God, we become an extension of God in love. That's good to me. Uh, I'm hearing in this that, that in our creation, we are the complete extension of God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that all that I am not that, that, is, that shows up and to become aware of is, in effect, that separation process. The individuation takes us on a journey of, of extending love, but also exploring separation or exploring or discovering or discovering may not be the right word, um, fabricating or imagining or, or whatever we might want to call it, something other than God that's rooted in I think, fear. I think, Bill, that the key words here are in the sentence just above now and coming back to relationship at the beginning. And I highlighted that. In seeing the self as separate. When I see myself as separate, I know fear. And I have been mm-hmm. forced to reconcile fear with love. Okay? And that's how I see myself. How we see ourselves, I think, is pretty key here. If I continue to see myself as separate and apart from God, I'm never going to get anywhere, anything. I'm never going to get it. When mm-hmm. I see myself in union and relationship and as an idea of God, 
really respect the truth of my own identity instead of constantly saying, no, I'm not good enough, or I'm not worth it, or I'm yada, 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 okay? It's how I see myself. It's how we each see ourselves. How do we each view ourselves in the privacy of our own mind and heart? How do we each see, how do we view ourselves? Do we pretend to the outside world that we're all complete and together and whole? And then inside ourselves, we think to ourselves, oh, wow, isn't that a bunch of hoo-hoo? I mean, you know, it's all how I see myself. And believe me, I've been through all of it. I have seen myself as saying, oh, I'm just this, this, and this, and I feel all this, this, and this. And inside myself, I could hear myself saying, oh, Judy, you're so full of it. You know, it's how I see myself. And, of course, over the years, as I've grown into this, I begin to see myself differently. And when I see myself differently, I see myself as, yes, I am God's extension. I am God's idea. And his idea does not leave himself, does not leave itself. It's, it is the source. So as I know myself today is in union and relationship, that is my identity. So how mm-hmm. I see myself will proclaim to myself the truth of who I am. And I will extend in that particular realm. Now, these are the wrong words. Oh, words are so damn limiting. God, I hate words. I don't know if anybody anybody else has that issue, but man, oh man. (laughs) So it's how we see ourselves that he's talking about here. And seeing seeing the self as separate, yeah, I'm going to know fear. And then coming back into relationship and union with God, the realization is completely different. I can make real to myself whatever it is that I either know or believe in. Okay, and belief changes into knowing. I mean, I can have a belief about anything in the world that could be right, wrong, good, better, and different. But when I know something, that's it. There's a certainty that cannot be argued with, even in myself, even in my own self. I can't argue with certainty. Once I know something mm. for certain, and I know you've all experienced this, once we know something that is for certain, there is no argument. It goes way beyond belief. And in that and you knowing... Know, Right. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't mind. No, there's one little line when you're talking about the, you know, with the acceptance of the Christ in you, you yeah. are returned to relationship and need no longer strive against the opposing force of separation where you exactly. no longer know it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm just using different words. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. That sentence is some, you know, as you were speaking, I was reading it and it was summing up exactly what you were saying. It's okay. our acceptance of the Christ in us. Exactly. It's, yeah, and how do I see myself? If I accept mm-hmm. it, then I must see myself in that light. To see myself in any other way is just plain ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I'm sure there's other words to describe it, but all I can say is that to me it just feels ridiculous to describe myself in any other way. We are who we are, each and every one of us. We are. We are. Well, that's what he keeps telling us, and we yet oppose it. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. If we're coming from a place of separation, we will oppose it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we're beyond that. We are beyond that. And I know we can go back and forth. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, though. Uh, to, to that discussion... 
I reflect back on the journey here and recognize that a good part of my life, a good part of my consciousness in this life hasn't even raised the question about being separate. Just, uh, or that there's something other than being separate. But gratefully, we get these little light episodes in whatever form they may take up, may, they may take for us. Either we find them ourselves or maybe somebody says something at the right time in the right manner such that we get a moment of that light that is our reality. And that there is where we begin this, begin asking or looking for this question of what is the distinction between the Christ we may not know it at that point, or we may not be looking at it at that light, but it, it, now we recognize, or now I, I, get, I would recognize, that that awakening is knowing the Christ I have always been, and also knowing all the illusions that, that I have invested in along the way. That's the all that I am not, <laughs> so to speak, yeah. as he, as Mm-hmm. as he's speaking of. That, uh, and, and we recognize this opportunity to make this choice to not learn, not discover, not to hold on to a belief, but to awaken or to remember who we are as we are created, as the Christ. And so... To that end, I'd say all of the trials and tribulations, all the challenges, all the all that I am not <laughs> that I've dealt with through my life was part of my path. Part of Got my it. path home. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so well put. I, I totally concur. <laughs> you yeah. know, he end, he ends that great paragraph by saying the creative tension that now remains in our relationship is the tension of individuation or the individuation and differential process. So I, I, I'm going to ask Gloria to continue to read the next paragraph because he's, now he's like saying, telling us like, all right, you mold over it, you, rip, you know, you, you look through it, now I'm going to help you through the process. So, Gloria, would you read the next paragraph? Okay. This tension or process is not there. There is nothing wrong with this individuation <clears throat> process or the creative tension that has been in existence since the beginning of time. It is creation and the making. What will be created now and the individuation that will occur now will hold all the power of your experience as well as all the power of your longing for return. This will, this will be a great power that you carry within, within you as you return to love and to level ground as who I am being past. Kind of, kind of summed up what you were saying, Reverend Bill. That paragraph. It all comes down to 
you know, that we hold the power and that there's nothing wrong, whatever individual process or creative tension that had been in existence since the beginning of time. It's all part of its creation in the making. So there's nothing Amen. wrong with whatever the journey or whatever we had in the past. This amen. Great, yeah, amen is right. And he said, this will be a great power that will carry within you as you return to love and to level ground as who I am being. So yep. that, that, term, that term creative tension uh, mm-hmm. speaks to this. Where am I extending my power? How am I extending my power and what am I getting from that? Uh, either it is more love or it's perpetuation of more separation and fear. That's what he's saying. Yep. The power will carry within you as you return to love. That's the key. The power to return to love eliminates that creative tension. Bring it on. Thank you. Yep. I'm complete. <laughs> Miguel, would you like to read the next paragraph? Yes. Of 11. Lest you do not fully understand, this might be more easily grasped if we just, uh, we talk for just a moment of specifics, such as art or music or literature, religion or politics or science. Jesus or Martin Luther or Muhammad may have been said to have created religions, but these creations in their becoming took on attributes, as all creations do once they are extended into form and time. This is the nature of creation. Creation is about giving attributes to the attributelessness, to the attributeless giving form to the formless. An artist might be moved to her art by a feeling of love so intense she could never put words, music, or paint together in such a way as to express it. She knows as she begins that she but tries to bring form to the formless. Why? because the nature of a being of love is to extend. The nature of a being of love is to bring form to the formless, to bring love into form. Yvonne, do you want to read the next paragraph? Sure, Paula. Thank you. Love has no attribute, no form, and no conditions, no nature. It simply is. It was said earlier that being is as love is. This was a reference to my being, to my being love. I have reconfirmed this statement and said, I am the anchor that holds all that has taken on attributes within the embrace of the attributelessness 
of love. This is why my being has been capable of accepting your projection. Because I am attributeless being. I am love being. But in being God, as in being human, being takes on attributes. As was said earlier, this was meant to provide for the individuation process rather than the process of separation. In being God, I am. In being loved, there is no am. <laughs> In being loved, there is no I am, but only love being. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just love it when he talks about he can, he can, he's attributeless being. That's why he can take on all of our projections. It's amazing. Beautiful to me. Yeah. Complete. I'm going to read the next paragraph and then we'll open up for discussion. Does this help you understand? Help you understand that you are being and that you are also being someone. You have been you have been being separate, a separate being with attributes. Now you are being in union and relationship, an individuated being with attributes. As a separate being, your attributes were based on fear. As a being in union and relationship, your attributes are based on love. Does this help you understand? Great question. This is Yvonne, Paula. Um, My heart certainly understands. I mean, the feelings that come up when I read this and and read what Jesus or, or this spirit or this oneness it just really uh, tugs at my heart. It's it's amazing. And I'm so grateful that I'm going through this course again and working with Reverend Bill at noontime. Uh, if I could, I would just like to read, actually it was from today. Um, now that I'm going back over this more and more, I, I'm beginning to weave in the, the, the readings from the days on forward with what you're reading later. So it's, it's just great. This is what this says in um, six, the belief accomplishment. And this refers to acceptance of the Christ in me. So he says, um, it's on the last paragraph of six, which is the, the belief and accomplishment. He says, thus does mind and heart join in unity in the present, in the here and now, so that you exist even within form as the only Son of God, the Christ, the Word made flesh. Remember that the phrase, the Son of God, and the name Christ, but represent the original creation and are not to be mistaken for heavenly deities separate from you. The Christ is your true self as you were created and remain. The Christ is the accomplished true self. (laughs) 
that puts it all together for me. Thanks for letting me share that. I'm complete. No, thank you, Yvonne. Thank you for reading that. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I just got, thank you, Yvonne. I just got to say uh, I'm laughing now because I recognize how that reading earlier today supports makes it so comprehensible or so apprehensible, if you will, to read this here in day 40. How sweet is that? I just love how this is coming together. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. You know, now I'm weaving it all together, and it's just, it comes... And, and just becomes, I don't know, part of me, I guess, is probably a good word. Thank you, Reverend Bill. I'm complete again. Yeah, thank, thank you, Bill. Thanks, you know, thank you, one, and thank you, Bill. Yeah. But, you know, this, this whole work, if you look at it, every part of it, he's so gentle, and it's all about, you know, he uses a lot of words, to try to get through to us, but they're all the same message. You know, we are one, and we love. We're not separate. You know, you can take, you know, intellectualize every paragraph here, and it, to me, it's like I get out of my head and I just want to experience the words. It could be page six in the book of love. It could be day 40. The message is always the same. And he's so gentle. It is a course of love. Yes, thank you, Paula. Yeah, Yeah, thanks, Paula. I absolutely agree with you. And Yvonne, when you said that it tugs at your heart, that's that's the feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to put feelings into words. Mm -hmm. And this whole course is all about feeling. It's not about my intellect. It's not what I understand. It's not what I can preach. It's what I can actually practice. Yeah. That's the key for me. Is not is not so much being able to talk about it, but being able to experience the words that are being shared here. To experience it, to experience the love that, and it does. It just touches my heart, and it's a pure. It's just pure feeling. It's just pure experiential feeling, and there are really no words for it. Thanks. You know, and here, yeah, here he is. Jesus in day 40 in who you are to me you know we always you know he's telling us how much who we are to him and you know I always felt like you know does God love me does Jesus love me and now Jesus is saying like you know how much you you are to me <laughs> really? <laughs> you really love me that much? <laughs> oh, it's a great feeling. And going back and Go ahead, Reverend Bill. Going back and reading that material from earlier today, and I go, then I return to forty point seven, and I read that first sentence. When I created, I extended my being, a being of love into form. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded that that was creating all of us, all of the oneness 
that we are. That being of a form that speak spoken of here to me is like a continuation of that from that initial extension, that initial creation of the sun that included all of us. I would say all of life, all of being in that oneness. And then the continuation of that, the continuation of operating as God is operating led to us creating all that we did or all that all of life has done in continuing to extend. So this is speaking of the the complete co-creator or excuse me, the complete extension that we continue on as we extend in our role of creating. And recognizing that it is all done within the wholeness, the totality of God, of being, of the I am. Wow. Okay, thanks. I'm speaking too much. I'm complete. Not at all. Not at all. Let me just inquire, is there anybody out there who's joined and has been listening and now wants to announce? This is Lemoyne. I pretty much just joined a few minutes ago. Hi, Lemoyne. Hi. Yeah, we're we're into day 40. We read up to, uh, I don't know what book you have. It could be 40.12 or 40.13, depending on your book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But we've had some uh, great dialogue. It's kind of... Yeah, on this topic, I I like to say... Evolution is an intelligent design for constant creation. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All the people that want to fight over evolution versus intelligent design. It's like, maybe both. <laughs> Those provide constant creation. Yeah. I like that, Lamorne. Yeah. And I could see that making tons of debate issues <laughs> to make the distinction between the two of those. But seeing them as one, yeah. That intelligence coming not from the intelligence of our, of our intellect here, but instead from our heart-based wisdom. Thank you. Our, our creation. Yeah. yeah. I want to reach out. Lana, are you still with us? <clears throat> Lana? No. You sounded kind of tired. We haven't heard from Micah for a while. I was hoping he'd come on tonight. Has Micah been on the calls, Yvonne, in the afternoon? 
Paula, did you mm-hmm. say something to me? Yeah, you were on the afternoon ACIM call. Today? This morning yeah. call? Yeah, I was on yeah. it for a while. Yeah. Has Michael been on those calls? Yes, he's on. He's on every day oh. from what I'm on. Oh. He's on. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, let's hope he'd come on tonight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, have a nice crowd. You know, uh, I'd like to say this, that maybe this is too early in our call today, but I'd like to recognize or acknowledge we're here in this season of Thanksgiving, and I am so thankful for the discussion, the sharing that we are doing as a group here. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Oh, let me echo that. Thank you, Bill, for that. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Reverend Bill. Now, second that and third that. It is so much to be thankful for. So much. Having a place, a space to come together in our oneness and have that knowing that it's a shared dialogue. We're all coming from that heart space. Well, we have a half hour. We can continue to conclude this chapter and then maybe next week find some more just dialogue on it. The last 40 days, I really hate to rush through it. I really do. What do you say? Should we read the next, those remaining paragraphs slowly? I'm in. And then, yeah, me too. Maybe we'll delve into it deeper. Okay. So let's go on. All right. So, Judy, you want to kick us off with your, it will be 14. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Paula. Okay. Recall, Recall what was said earlier. Christ consciousness is the awareness of existence through relationship. Christ, I'm going to read that again. Christ consciousness is the awareness of existence through relationship. It is not God. It is not man. It is the relationship that allows the awareness that God is everything. It has been called wisdom. Sophia, spirit. It is that without which God would not know God. It is that which differentiates all from nothing. Because it is that which differentiates, it is that which has taken form as well as that from which form arose. It is the expression of oneness in relationship with itself. Wow. Complete. Go on, pass, whatever. (laughs) Fourteen. The difference between you and me is that I am being God and also love being. 
This is why I am all and nothing. The attribute-laden God and the attributeless love. This is why it can be rightly said that God is love and love is God. But I am also an extension of love just as you are. This is all I am means. There is no I am except through love's extension. How does love extend? Through relationship. Gloria? Okay. <clears throat> Fifteen. Only in my relationship to you am I God. Only a new relationship to me are you who you are in truth. Pass. Are you still uh, with us, Miguel? Yeah. Yeah, just as you have had many separate relationships that in the totality would define your life, so have I, as God, had many separate relationships with you and your brothers and sisters. Relationships that define who you have brought me to be. Because these relationships are so different, many of you have gone on quests to find the one true God. Do you not see that this would be like going on a quest to find the one true relationship in your own life? As if you could only be mother or father, daughter or son, husband or wife, sister or brother, friend or foe. You are who you are in relationship. I am who I am in relationship as well. You would perhaps beg to differ now and ask of me, are you not who you are separately from relationship? Separately from relationship, there is no I am, but only love being. Lemoyne, would you like to read? Sure. You would perhaps beg to differ here and say that regardless of what I say, you are who you are outside of your relationships. You are not just the relationships you hold. You are more than a mother, daughter, sister, friend. You are an I that stands separate from these relationships. Judy, you want to start again? Okay. This is true. You know this I because you have a relationship with yourself. If you did not have a self to 
to have a relationship with, you would not know that you have an identity apart from the separate identities of your separate relationships. Ah. Amen to that. 20. This true self with whom you have a relationship is love's extension. It is the true self you long to be as well as the true self you are. This paradox has kept you as intrigued with the idea of self as with the idea of God. You have searched for one, for quote, one true self as you have searched for a, quote, one true God. This search only makes sense to the separated self who believes all things are separate and thus believes that itself, as well as its God, must be separate from what it is being. It does not understand until joining with the Christ self before becoming one with holy relationship itself that relationship is an identity. 21. God is relationship with love. This relationship with love is all that provides for the I am of God. Pass. You know what, boy, read the next paragraph too. Okay. As a separate being, you have been in a relationship with fear. This relationship with fear is all that has provided the I of the separate self. But because you exist as an extension of love, you have always held within you the Christ, who is the relationship with love. This is why individuation has become the conflict between or the tension of opposites because you have relationship with both fear and love. Pass. 4024. Now, as you recognize, acknowledge, and accept the Christ as the self you have been in relationship with, you are returned to relationship with me and with love. You end your separated state and become for the final time. You become being in union and relationship. Past. Yvonne, the next two. I missed the Paula. Where am I? What paragraph am I on? Oh, I'm uh, going to be on seven, right? 20, 24 and 25. Oh, way up there? No? What does this mean? We did that already. No. You're going to read no. that. Okay, I'm going to read that. Okay, sorry. I'll go back. Okay, so I'm going to just... Uh, you become being in union and relationship. But what does this mean? How often have you said or felt when confronted with some insensitivity toward yourself, especially that of, quote, being left out, 
unrecognized or unwelcome say, don't you know that I'm an individual, that I have feelings? Are you saying this now as you contemplate leaving behind who you have been for being who you are to me? Pass. Lemoyne? Perhaps you have noticed that in yesterday's discussion of who I am to you and today's discussion of who you are to me, that one has not been discussed without the other. This would be impossible because we are who we are in relationship to one another. Judy, you want to start again? Sure. Is this really so difficult, so improbable, so discomfitting to accept? Does it become less difficult if you remember who I am, that I am everything being love? This is not the same as saying you are who you are in relationship to your mother and your mother who she is in relationship to you. This is saying that you are who you are in relationship to all that is love. This is saying that this is who you are and that this is who I am. Pass. Further, this is saying that who you are being in relationship to all that is love is up to you that through the application of your thinking, feeling, creating, and knowing being to all that you are in relationship with, you extend who you are. This is saying that through the application of your being to all that you are in relationship with you create. Excuse me, let me read that sentence again. This is saying that through the application of your being to all, that you are in relationship with you create. Perhaps that should be your creation. You give attributes and you take on attributes. You individuate your being in union and relationship. And in union and relationship, you create only from love. 29. Who you are being in union and relationship with me as well as you. This is the power of differentiation and union and relationship. The demonstration of oneness that was heralded in the time of Jesus Christ. Pass. Who you are being in union and no. Uh, with this ability to individuate in unity and relationship comes Comes the greatest gift of all. It is the end of becoming and the beginning of being who you are. 
With this gift comes the ability to be known and to know. Can you give up the ideal of a separated self in order to be known, in order to know? Pass. What has been the strongest feeling that you have had as you have read this course and the related material? Has it not been a feeling of being known? Has this course not addressed the questions, the longing, the doubt that you would have before now called uniquely yours? Has it not spoken to you as if it knows the secrets of your heart, as if it were written just for you? (laughs) So it was. Pass. Thank you. Carry on. Can I have one more? You are my beloved. We have just shared a dialogue. Your heart has spoken to me and I have responded. Love has responded. How now will you respond to love? Judy? When you turn the last page, Will you cry tears of sadness that our dialogue is complete, that you will hear my voice no more? Or will you brave your own relationship with me? Will you turn to your brother and hear my voice in him? Will you be my voice as you turn to your sister? Will you carry the fullness of our relationship within you? Will you be one with me and in being one with me never feel alone again? Will you let the emptiness of separation leave you once and for all? Will you continue this dialogue with me and with each other? Will you carry it with you to level ground, to the place of completion and demonstration of who you are being? Will you be... I'm sorry, I lost my page. I lost my page. No way for you, Gloria. Find it. Okay. Okay. I tried to move with my hand, but it's not totally. And I lost my page. No, just take your time. It's okay. Okay. Oops, I'm sorry. Page 660. Okay. All right, got it. 40.35, will you be the relationship that returns love to all who share this world with you? Yes. And this with a lot of question marks, huh? Puts it right to us. Right, right to us. This is Gloria. Um, reading through this um, chapter um, all the day, <coughs> um, remind me when I <coughs> really didn't know God. 
I believe in God, but I didn't know God. And I asked God, I am hungry for you. Show me. Show me the way to know you. I've been having some holy moments that I wish they were 24-7. But sometimes my memory on the past, how I didn't know God, it comes maybe with fear instead of love. But my concept of God is totally different, and I am grateful for that because of the holy moments that I experience to know God in different ways. It it makes me change my perception, my idea, and my feelings in life. That's all I want to say. Thank you for listening. I'm complete. Wow. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. I think you echo what we, I know I've experienced. Knowing God, finding it, knowing it the truth. Hi, everyone. In all the material that we covered in this last reading, um, there has been so much that's worth spending time on or or, or reflecting on. Mm-hmm. But and and I was ready and eager to share about that, and yet something else has come up. What I find happening, what I feel like is going on here, is. As we are reading this, in our devotion, in our commitment to this path, that the way I'd say it is that we are all walking to God hand in hand. It's as if to say we are at a level, at a state of being, of accepting what is, and and acknowledging and accepting this circle that's together that is moving into the state and, and reflecting on this and, and, and recognizing this description, this message of where our journey has taken us, where our, where our returning to who we are as created. Um, and I, it, it was as if I, I feel like we were like in a in a siphon moving upwards and that we are all coming together with more of a agreed upon common awareness and consciousness that that is as hot is ours to receive to accept and to extend particularly when he says <clears throat> at the end of that Will you carry it to, with you to the level ground, to the place of completion and demonstration of who you are being? That's like the, that's like the, you know, putting the period on the sentence of what I was just speaking of. And I just am so grateful for this. Thank you. I'm complete. 
Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Reverend Bill. Yeah. <sighs> I absolutely felt that. I'd say it's no accident who's here tonight. Thank you all. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that is a cue to um, go to that sentence that that I get. It's not easy to, to read through in 28. That another way to read it is, to invert it and say, you create through the application of your being to all that you are in relationship with. Although I think he puts the application of your being to all that you are in relationship with first, because that's like a condition, an internal condition of creation. It's kind of like being all in there. Okay. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Thank you, Lemoyne. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It would be clearer with the comma that's in the sentence. Above. Exactly. That's why I was just I was just adding a comma to that. <laughs> thank you. I'm with you, brother. Yeah, thank you. I was doing Thank, thank yeah. you. Is this moment of silence the right place to be or what? I think it is. Sometimes silence speaks volumes. Sometimes I find that just having an experience of this kind of profound feeling, there's just no Mm -hmm. words to accompany it. It just seems right just to just to sit in the silence, to sit in the stillness mm-hmm. and know that I, it's being extended. <laughs> We're all feeling it. Definitely. This evening has been a spiritual rejuvenation. Thank you, everyone. No, thank you. I keep looking over all the areas that I've highlighted, and they just, you know, they were at different stages because I've read this book so many times, and I can see ah, God is a relationship with love. This relationship with love is all that provides for the I am of God. Ah. I can read just the yellows. 
constant reminder. And I just love how how he asked all those questions. And he's asking us, when you turn this last page, will you cry tears of sadness that our dialogue is complete, that you will hear my voice no more? But don't we hear his voice all the time? All the time. Sit, even in, in silence, I hear it, even the loudest. In silence. I hear it in my brothers. I hear it in my sisters. I hear it. The voice is there if I listen. I sure heard it tonight. Mm. Wow. We can read it over next week and really get into it or we can let it go and go into the epilogue next week on a note on being... And as I mentioned to everyone, then eventually we were going into the dialogues unveiled. So I hope we all, you all have a copy. Those with the second edition definitely have it. It's in the book. But the early edition didn't include it. Reverend Bill, do you have a connection with Pat? I have a... A printed copy I received from, or picked up from Lynn Kidd from a link there, that is completely completely marked up, and it's got all sorts of notes, and it's it's the where I keep all the notes from our Sunday morning sessions. (laughs) So I'm going to have to get a new one. And and I'll say this: uh, I recall from I have copies. If you have a fax machine, I can fax you. I have a couple of copies. I don't have a fax. I don't have a fax machine. Can you put it in a PDF and send it to us? Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah, I'll say fine. this. I would like one, but I don't have it. Okay. okay. All right. Let me make sure I have everyone. I have Reverend Bill. Uh, Email address. Yvonne, do I have yours? Where's my pencil? I think you do. Y Greenberg 2 at Verizon.net. Thank you, Paula. I'd like to add something else that that we found um, in Lynn's group when we were going through the um, dialogue unveiled that in the second edition, we found more of a reference to the true self, if you will. In other words, the, the capitalized um, self than we found in the first edition. And reading it with that recognition made it significantly different, at least at least to me, um, considerably different than, than I'm reading that as a reference to the true self 
as opposed to the personal self that we work with throughout of this material. So I look forward to going through that with you folks, with everyone. Okay. All right, so we'll conclude for tonight. And in the meanwhile, I'll get, I have, I realize I do have your email address, Yvonne, so I'll send that out as soon as I can to both you and Red and Bill. And Red and Bill, I had, Pat had asked for a copy, and I sent her, I think, a copy in the mail. Do you have any connection with Pat? Uh, Yes, I do. All right, because we haven't heard from her, so I was just wondering. Okay. do you want me to send you her email address? No, she doesn't have. She has. I actually made a copy and mailed it to her. Oh, you did. Okay. I'm just. I'm just curious because we haven't heard from her. So I was just wondering if she got it. She was so interested. All right, if you speak Lim- with her. Lim- I'll be checking in with her in the next couple of days, so I might um, right, ask her about that as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's conclude for this evening and we'll get together next week and we'll do the epilogue and carry on from there. I thank you all for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, And I really appreciate you doing this, Paula. Yes, indeed. No, we do it together. It's it's a oneness of us. We do it together. We're never one. I'm so glad I found you. And I want to thank, I want to wish you all, even those who are residing in Canada, a happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) And a happy Thanksgiving to all of you and enjoy your turkey day and your football. (laughs) May we we carry the energy from tonight into Thanksgiving tomorrow and watch what unfolds. Oh, and every day, not just tomorrow, every day is a day of Thanksgiving. I just wish you all didn't have your classes in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I would so love to join you on a daily basis. Yeah, well, I just don't believe at me. that hour. <laughs> well, well, yeah, me, you're, up yeah. The, yeah. you're up at the crack of dawn, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Oh. God, I talk right. every single day. Anyway, thank you so much, everybody. I just love you all so much. Love you all. Good night. Have a great, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you. all of you. God bless you. All love of you. to all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Bill.